Hello. Today we are going to be talking about Ahsoka. The finale just dropped yesterday. It was a doozy. Awesome. Especially when the night troopers came back to life and they were all like, <laughs> and they were fighting Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra. That was awesome. The night sisters really shined in this episode. Let's get into it. And our boy Ezra has gone home. He finally got there. And surprisingly, yeah. spoiler alert, by the way, he's yes. the only one who got home. Yeah. Spoiler review. Thank you. I don't you so know much. why they did that. Like, again, freaking again. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you. Welcome. This is Father Son Galaxy. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. Hello. As Keith said, yes, we are going to do a spoiler review of episode eight called The Jedi, The Witch. And the Warlord, all right, written by Dave Filoni and directed by Rick Famuyiwa. So now, and this was honestly okay, like a, it was like an Infinity War situation where the villains win. Did he really win? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, they escaped, and the heroes are stranded on a faraway planet now. Yeah, I got you. Okay, all right. Well, okay. Let's let's go into. This. So you know, you know. This is the last episode of the season. You know, when we talk about these episodes. We're always talking about Sabine. Sabine is a is a character that we can't stop talking about. Ahsoka, Mostly for her bad decisions. Well, any decision, you know, she stood out. Balin's skull and Ahsoka, of course, and now Ezra. But you know, one character that we don't talk too much about. Shin. No, not Shin. Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth. Yes. Yeah, so. It's very interesting because, you know, she was always the one in the background. You know, she's standing next to Thrawn most of the time. Or, you know, she's the one who's actually trying to, you know, lead the people to where they needed to go. But once she and Thrawn got together, she's kind of like, okay, well, you, you know, she's kind of like the doubter, the doubting Thomas. She's like, like are, you, are sure? you sure, Thrawn? Is that the right way she to do it, She was the Thrawn? doubtful David of She the was very doubtful, right? So she stood behind the scenes. I gotta make, like, a pessimistic ABC, like... Debbie Downer, um, bothering Betty. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, but egregious. I'm trying to think of a good name. Ernie. Egregious Ernie. Okay. So Morgan stood out in this episode. Okay. Annoying Alex. <laughs> Diana Lee Anasanto. All right. This was her best performance as Morgan. Uh, let's talk about... And Morgan Elizabeth had a role. In yeah. That. She died. Boy, you're all over the place. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So let's... I want to talk about that initiation. So like she basically... Got, yeah, go ahead. The Night Sisters, as we know, they're a cult. And it showed this yes. episode. Mm -hmm. they, they, uh, they basically... They had an initiation ceremony and they turned Morgan Elspeth's eyes black and gave her the Night Sister markings. So she is a true Night Sister now. Yeah. So she went from a no part time witch about it. to a full time witch. <laughs> she got she got promoted at her job. Yeah. And you know, and honestly, I thought, you know, the markings on the night or the great the great mother's faces was makeup. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I thought that was like decorative. Like, you know how uh, Dathomirian tattoos vary yeah. from person to person because they're usually added on as part of their culture? Yeah. You know, I thought that's what that would be. Like, you know, they have to add on the makeup later. But apparently that just comes with being a night sister. Yeah, that's branding. 
what they were doing. Like put these markings, these permanent markings on her face. And what do you think of the the mysticism and the 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 ghoulishness of them? You know, with the hands and the sound effects and the visual Freaky. effects. Yeah, it yeah, it's. I kind of like it. You know, I'm not really a type of person who's into scary or horror. Not that it was either one, but just the tone. You know, I wasn't. Wouldn't expect to see that happening creepy. in Star Wars, but it actually. Like, I would worked. expect that for maybe a Marvel movie. Yeah, but like, you gotta kind of go looking for that. But then again, there was that arc in the Clone Wars where there was like the zombie night sisters. I think at some point. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to revisit that. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you know, she is branded, and now she's this full fledged witch, and she's also giving given a weapon. All right, a weapon called the Blade of Talzin, named after the great Mother Talzin. If you're a clone yeah, if trooper, if you're a fan of the Clone know. Wars, right? If you're a Clone Wars fan, if you know, you know. Yeah, so she is very prominent, one of the, the more popular Nice Sisters. One um, of the more known. Yes, and she used the same blade. I don't think it was named after her at the time, but you know, they named it in her honor. But she used a blade similar to what was given to Morgan uh, during a battle with Mace Windu. Yeah. Yeah. So she she was really armed to the teeth at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And basically her task, find Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and make sure that she does not escape. By the way, I feel like Thrawn is over-exhausting himself and his resources. Tell us. If he would just take Morgan, take Balin, take Shin, and go now, then he could save a lot of manpower because he's going to all this trouble to hunt down, you know, Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra. But the issue is that he was stalling for time because he wanted to exterminate them. But the thing is... If they don't make it out of space, and if they don't make it onto your ship, they die anyway because there's no way they get off the planet. So why is he so hyper-focused on, like, taking them down himself rather than letting them just waste away? Yeah, for some reason, I think Thrawn just took too much time, or gave them too much time to even get on the ship. Because Ezra got on the ship, and the fact that he even did that, like, it's surprising. Yeah, I I just don't, I didn't understand Thrawn's tactics. I, I really felt that by episode six, he could have been out of there. He yeah, he could have been off zooming. Of ship. I know there's this cargo, and I, we still quite don't know what this cargo is. But I mean, we had to stall for time to let the heroes have a yeah, chance. Yeah, but, but that's my point. I mean, like, why? Because, you, know, you know, if you want the heroes to find them, they'll find them, right? You know what? But to get to a point where you're, you're, you got the heroes right there, like just a few feet away, and, and you know, one of them makes it, like you said, and the other two don't, you know, what was the point? You could have just left them all stranded there. You know, a win for me, for, for Thrawn, would have been, you know, he left Balin, Shin, Ahsoka, Sabine. All of them, including Ezra. Ezra got lucky. We'll talk about how Ezra got on the uh, ship. By right? the way, did Ahsoka and Sabine just forget they could force push? Like, Sabine used that same move to force Ezra across to get to the ship. So why didn't they just force push back Morgan Elizabeth and the troopers? And then, you know, 
jump back onto the uh, ship so Ezra could pull her and Ahsoka back on. I know that would buy them more than, I know it would buy them like five seconds before uh, Elspeth and the troopers get back up and start fighting again, but they could have done that, and then while they were clambering and trying to collect themselves, they could just force jump and Ezra could carry them the rest of the way. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to talk about Ezra, I'm talking Sabine and Ahsoka. Well, you know, let's start with Ezra. Ezra, lightsaber, right? He's on the ship with Huang. He's creating his own lightsaber. That was pretty cool. I'm happy. That and it was blue. He decided, too. right? He decided that he is going to use a lightsaber. Yeah, it was like after, I said. After during, all, it was like I said during the review. It's not that he turned down having yeah. a lightsaber. He turned down having his lightsaber. Very good Sabine's point. Sabine's right. saber in particular. So he didn't want to take Sabine's because he gave it to her. So he needed to just create one of his own. Perfectly fine. Now, uh, let's talk about the conversation with uh, Sabine and Ahsoka. Seems like they've made up, right? Uh, remember what happened a couple of uh, episodes ago where Sabine left. So Ahsoka didn't know if she was alive or dead. Uh, of course, it turns out that Ahsoka is, you know, well. But Ahsoka was a little upset that Sabine decided to go with the villains and not really stand up for her master. But everything seems to be okay, all is well, uh, which I like the conversation because Ahsoka was right. There are some times back when she was younger, she made decisions that, you know, some people would have thought was ridiculous, um, was, um, you know, out of the ordinary or too extreme, and not everybody had her back. But, except the only person who did was Anakin, right? Anakin was the one who always supported her no matter what she did right, things right or, or wrong. But she had a, a very good point. And especially she was referring to when everybody turned their back on her, referring to what happened to her at the Jedi Temple with the... Uh, yes, the, the Jedi Temple. Yes, right. And being, you know, uh, being uh, charged for a crime that she didn't commit. Yep. That was the reason. So that was... she, forgave, she forgave Sabine. Okay. All right. I wouldn't, frankly. <laughs> okay. Well, tell us. You wouldn't. So, yeah. I feel like they just made Ahsoka pacifist for no reason. I mean, like. You thought it, she she forgave Sabine too easily? Yeah. Okay. She was too calm. Like, I was figuring we'd see some tension between the two of them. But she literally left Ahsoka for dead to go chase dreams. I mean, she's lucky it paid off, but, like, if I'm Ahsoka, I'm going to be really bad. Yeah. Well, now, anger is not Jedi-like, right? I know it's not Jedi-like. Yeah, well, yeah. Ahsoka's been, every Jedi has been angry before. That's Mace true. Mace Windu's been angry. Obi-Wan's been angry. Anakin's been angry. Luke. So Luke's yeah. been angry. Vader's been angry. Palpatine's been angry. I so why it. would Ahsoka be the exception? I get it. Yeah. Like every Jedi has emotions. They're yeah. just told to conceal them. She seems to be more at peace. I think the, the conversation that she had with Anakin and the World Between Worlds might have changed something in her. But she was too at peace. Too at peace. Okay. I, I like. I understand that Ahsoka's changed, but she just straight up forgave Sabine. 
there wasn't even any there wasn't even any hibbit and haul in. There were no ifs, ands, or buts. She wasn't even trying to be highfalutin or anything like that. She just said, Yep, I, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, let's talk about the nice sisters a little bit more. This dark magic. I'm a little I'm concerned. <laughs> imagine me saying this. I'm concerned for Thrawn. Thrawn, I don't know why he is in collaboration with the Nice Sisters. I guess well, he just, power he recognizes did. power. I well, think what he well, okay, well, good. I think what he needs yeah. is like the Night Sisters were really coming in clutch in this finale. Like mm-hmm. think about it, they revived his Night Troopers and made an undead legion to fight against Ahsoka and Ezra and Sabine. And they also gave Morgan Elizabeth the Blade of Talzin. So but they were know, honestly helping out quite a bit, but I'm shocked. I thought Thrawn would have left them behind or gotten rid of them. But first of all, they're going to Dathomir. And secondly, I think the Night Sisters are too powerful even for Thrawn. Like their magic is the only thing holding together his night troopers, if you think about it. So if he ditches them, he they can turn his night troopers against him, and even if they don't you know, they could just fight Thrawn and it'd be nigh on impossible for him to fight back alone. I like this conversation because you have a very good point where you said that, you know, that, you know, power, you know, you know, power together. It, it, that's wonderful. But Thrawn has no love for force or magic. Right, he doesn't because he like, doesn't Thrawn understand doesn't it. Like anything, he doesn't understand. Right, he doesn't understand it. So it's like how like human blood cells or white blood cells, they don't care for anything they're not familiar with, so they'll attack it. Yeah, well, I, I see that he maybe didn't have a choice. Um, yeah. He needed an army and didn't know how to get one. <laughs> so the nice sisters decided, okay, well, we can create an army for you. And I'm sure they needed to escape too. Yeah, and not like, only I'm sure they didn't want to be stranded on Peridia. Right, and not only can we create an army, we can create an army of the dead. If you really think about it, I mean, you know. So let's talk about the scene where Ezra and Sabine are. You know, they they reached the tower, and they're trying to get up to the top. And then you got the night troopers coming. And they got the lightsaber and they knock them down, you know, Sabine with the blaster. And then the, the, the great mothers, you know, create this magic or this potion and they're, they're saying these it's words, a spell. a spell, they cast a spell. Mm-hmm. And these troopers who were once gone they and now resurrected. Spice. Right. And that spice came back. And yeah, and, and resurrected. So once again, okay, zombie troopers. Who would have thought we would see this in I Star sure Wars? Did. Yeah, um, it's again. I you know I'm not a fan of zombies. I don't. You know, I, I've seen zombie movies. I'm, I just you I'm not. Have. I'm not drawn to them. You know, I yeah, I'm not into those. Uh, I'm just not into it. But um, it worked here. You know, it wasn't graphic or anything like that. So it I wasn't mean, thematically, they had there. their helmets off for this reason, except right. for that one uh, dark trooper. Yeah. Or, Night Troop, Shadow Troop, whatever we're calling that thingy. Yeah. So, um, so it's interesting. The black one. Yes. You can see his mouth and he was trying to bite some eaves, So Right, exactly. So you can see that, you know, they, they've, they've fallen down and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, 
Sabine and Ezra and, and Ahsoka think, oh, well, mission accomplished. And then they turn around and they rise up again. And you know how, you know, the, 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 the undead, you know, they're walking, you know, slowly and creepily, you know, like in a thriller video. And, you know, this is thriller. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's, well, how, how often are, you, are they going to do this? I mean, so when they knock one down, then they get back up, knock them down and get back up. That's going to get tired after a point, right? So what else can the nice sisters bring to the table besides the, you know, the rise of the, of the dead? Then again, I'm I, sure I those understand. night troopers were there baking. Yeah. I'm sure they're the well, ones yes, who provided right. through all the dead orbits. But I don't, I, I don't see how far the sisters are going to go. And you did have a good point. The nice sisters are very powerful. And they're, I, to me, I think they're more powerful than Thrawn, right? So, you know, I, I just don't see this, this collaboration working out for too long. Either Thrawn is going to get rid of them or, or well, they, the sisters can't take out Thrawn. Thrawn is the baddie. But somehow Thrawn is going to separate himself from the, you know, the nice sisters. Um, and then who else can he turn to? Who else is he going to? Where else is he going to find troopers? I guess when he gets back to his galaxy, he may be able to recruit new stormtroopers or night troopers. You know, we'll see. But it's just it's it's a it's a very unusual combination having Thrawn and the Night Sisters. That's all. Thrawn and magic. Yeah, Thrawn. It just doesn't go. It, it does not go. Yeah. All right. So okay, this is okay. like video game final boss type fight. So they're trying to climb the tower to get onto the Chimera. And each level's got new enemies. Like, first off, they have to fight stormtroopers that rise up again as undead. And then they gotta run up, and then they go to fight Morgan Elsbeth and her army of troopers. And then on the final level, they're followed by Morgan Elsbeth and her troopers, and they gotta get to the Chimera before it takes off. So, Sabine and Ezra are running, and they manage to escape. They take out the, uh, De death troopers, that's what it is. They take yes. out some death troopers, yes. and they are about to get on. And Sabine says, you know, Ezra, jump, and then I'll force push you. Trust me. Before you, you get trust me. Right, but before you get to that point, you want to talk about the first time Sabine finally used the force? Oh, yeah, she got held up by the night trooper. Right, okay. Dark death trooper. Yeah. And then she's, like, using the force to grab her saber, and then all of a sudden, yep. she, she catches it. And... What did you think of that moment? You know, did you think that it was going to happen? It was going to be inevitable? No. You didn't think that she was going to connect no. to the force? I mean, they set it up like she was going to, so I yeah. figured it. I just didn't want it to because that didn't make sense. I'm with you. I, I absolutely 100% agree with like, you. Like, how is it that she's been around three force sensitives during the time of Rebels and yeah. not one of them picked up on it? Exactly. Yeah. Not even Vader picked up on to be force sensitive. So this is just creator's choice. Uh, we yeah, know. I guess they kind of needed something there. Uh, we know. I mean, it's fair to say that, like you said, we since we've known Sabine, there was never any. And Sabine just kind of inkling that she had the force. You know, nothing that that gave any type of indication that she had the force up until now. But now she has it, and she's very strong with it very quickly. But to her credit. Now, if you go back to 1980 with Luke Skywalker, right, 
in the snow. He's caught by that wampa creature, right? We didn't know if Luke was strong in the Force, right? And it didn't happen until that moment when he um, was able to grab, was able to pull the lightsaber out of the snow yeah, and pick the, it up and grab it. So what is the, the difference? Thing, yeah. We had only seen Luke once before and we barely even knew what the force was. Whereas with Sabine, we've seen her four times already. I got We you. saw her in four different seasons of Rebels yeah. and then the finale and nobody ever even hinted at her being force sensitive. So now Excellent all of point. a sudden, it's yeah. like she's force sensitive yeah. and she got a lightsaber. The lightsaber, I understood because it's like, you know, it's a good thing to be a Mandalorian trained in a lightsaber. Yeah. But all of a sudden, she's force sensitive and nobody else picked up on this. Yeah. And right. I thought I thought the fact that they used that as a main plot device to get one of the main characters back home, the fact that this show was so heavily reliant on that in the finale, that was kind of a shocker because all she did was pick up a lightsaber. I mean, grabbing objects with the Force is pretty basic training. So, remember, Luke used the Force to fire a proton missile in a precise shot and blow up the Death Star. We knew he had the Force by the time of A New Hope. So, and he'd had three years between that. That was like an internal Force ability. Like, internal Force abilities are like mind tricks, um, focusing your mind and stuff. Whereas external Force abilities are like the Force abilities we think of. The Force pushes and pulls, grabbing objects, um, you know, catching blaster bolts, lightsaber tricks, that stuff. That stuff's like external force abilities. That makes perfect sense. But the fact that Sabine never showed any internal or external force abilities, and nobody ever picked up on her being force sensitive nor hinted at it in the entire four years we knew her is shocking. And then, like, Rebels ended in 2018, right? Uh, That's about right, yeah. So five years later, Mm -hmm. and Sabine's force sensitive all of a sudden? Yeah. I, I get it. I, it's a hard sell. Um, and you're right. Let's go to Q&A. Let's see. This is a very good conversation. I want to keep going with this, but I want to acknowledge, you know, those of you who are on the live stream. Thank you. Be, thank you so much for being here. Those of you who are on Instagram. Wonderful. Uh, leave a comment. Let's discuss. This is a very interesting topic. I, I like this. So, yeah. I, yeah. Um, so do good we have content? So let's clip a short from this. So do we have a Q&A? All right. So Sabine suddenly becoming proficient in the force came too quickly. Yes. I thought it should have been more gradual. I agree Honestly, with that. Honestly, yes. If yes. they had showed us even signs yeah. in Rebels, it didn't even have to be the entire show. It could have been season four that they hit to this. Yeah. And I would have been just as fine with it yeah. then. It would have made sense from a storytelling perspective yeah. 10, 15 years ago to be hinting at her force abilities. And then later on in the uh, in the Star Wars timeline, we showed that she is force sensitive. Yeah. yeah. But it was just kind of thrusted upon us in an eight episode series. Yeah. Very good. And Alex says, great point, Keith. Ahsoka did forgive Sabine a bit quickly. I think it's okay for her to forgive Sabine. But it probably could have been more gradual. Yeah. yeah Once again. If I'm, yeah. If I'm Ahsoka, I don't trust Sabine anymore. Yeah. Like, if she, if we, if I have explicitly told Sabine 
that I need her help, and Hu Yang has also told us we need to stick together. And the first thing Ahsoka does is leave me behind and go right for the enemy. And Sabine just walks right off. If I'm Ahsoka, right, I'm not, I'm not gonna trust her anymore. Agree. Yeah, I can understand that. All right, any more Q and A? I agree with Kerwin. It, it would have been better to let Sabine, Ezra, and Ahsoka be locked in battle with Vale and Shin and have them destroy each other, divide and conquer and leave. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that makes sense. And if you really wanted to seal their fate, just send like a small fleet of night troopers there. And then that way, they could just finish them off and support Balin and Shin. Yeah. But then again, Thrawn saw multiple times that they weren't that way. They weren't doing good. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. did anybody else see that fake out? Like, I was actually scared for a second there when that ship crashed because of the uh, aerial assault. You're talking about a uh, Huayang ship. Yeah, when, when the uh, Jedi Starfighter crashed with Hu Yang and Sabine in it. Right. Well, did you think that there would be any casualties? I mean, it's Sabine no. and Hu Yang, right? I didn't think so, yeah. but I was just like, you know, that seemed like a hard impact, if you know what I mean. Well, sure, Like, if right. you're in a multiple-ton metal cruiser that slams right into the ground, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I think I'd be dead. Uh, well, yeah, right, but this is fantasy. I think I'd be one with the spice. <laughs> yeah. I think the Night Sisters would have to revive me. Yeah, I, I, I want to come back to you know finish up talking about Sabine and her four sensibilities. You have an excellent point, right? We, right, we were understanding back then. I know you weren't here back in '77, but we were understanding what the Force was, how it worked. We know it was mystical. We knew that you know some people had it, some people did not. Some people believed in it, some people didn't. Um, but we knew that Luke, there was something special about him because, you know, had this Obi-Wan Kenobi person come by and, and say to him, well, I want you to learn the ways of the force because um, your father was such a great, uh, you know, a, a great Jedi, a great pilot. Um, so you could be just like him. And he's, and you say, OK, well, you know, I, I you know, Luke said, I do want to be like my dad. You know, I want to learn the ways of the Skywalker. force. Right. So we knew that something was there. Maybe, we, well, we didn't see it until, like you said, that during the Battle of Yavin when he actually yeah, look, used it. Right. I'm Force-sensitive. That's very good. <laughs> but now, okay, now taking that and comparing it to what we saw last night, Sabine, you're absolutely right. There was no clue, no, no inclination that Sabine had this Force-sensibility up until the time when it was a, you know, she was in a life and death struggle um, and, you know, she needed to do something and she pulled the same trick that Luke pulled, you know, back in, uh, back in Hoth. And yeah, honestly, right. so Sabine it was, was a hard sell. Yeah. It, it was tough to. And Sabine was too confident in herself too quickly. Like, yeah. I'm not saying don't have self-faith, but I'm saying if all you did was lift a lightsaber and you're thinking that you can, that you can push the weight of a full person mm -hmm. onto a ship that is that is quickly ascending as right. you speak. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Are you sure you want to make that statement to me? Yeah. And not only that, okay, all right, she so she she used the force this one time, she grabbed the lightsaber, but then she used it again in an even even bigger moment, which okay, I don't know how you go from like having 
this amount of the force. I mean, she could lift a cup. This amount of the force. She could lift such a, a short cup period of time. Exactly. She could lift a cup. Everybody. But she could lift Ezra, you know, from the the platform onto the Chimera. It, yeah. It, yeah. I bet Ezra's like 150 pounds. So she lifted 150 pound Ezra yeah. Bridger into the air and, onto and she, an ascending star yeah. destroyer. Yeah. As as there is a massive fight going on, which stray blaster bolts go back and forth, yeah. and she felt confident enough to do that, she couldn't lift the cup in absolute quiet. Yes, right. No one was it, bugging her. It was it up happened, until you know they oh yeah it happened too much too fast. I I, I think, but yeah, like if they it, had established it, was, it in episode seven a bit more, yeah, and then right. we put some or time between that. seven and eight, yeah, so that right. we could see Sabine's abilities evolve a bit. What they you know, could have done was actually show us maybe in the first episode because there was time there was a time gap between when Rebels ended and the Ahsoka series began, right? Ten so years. anything could have happened in between. You know, I think we would have maybe uh, believed it more or or would have been comfortable with it, knowing that Sabine, you know, is this you know she's learning how to use a lightsaber. She knows the Force very well. Something that she might have picked up when you know in between that time, uh, between the two shows. I mean, and by possible, the way, guys, right? we're inviting you to ask us any questions you have. So if you have anything you'd like us to know, or if you have anything you need answered, just type it in the comments and we'll give you a reply. Okay, all right, so great. Okay, so now here we are, they're trying to get to the Chimera, the force push, Ezra's on the ship now. Let's talk about this battle, this epic final battle between Morgan and Ahsoka. That was awesome. Ooh, it was awesome. That was awesome. You know what? They made Morgan Ellsmith look like a competent opponent yeah. when the opponent is a woman who has been practicing the lightsaber arts for 30 years prior. Yeah, right. For and is also literally a master of the force. Yes, exactly. Uh, the choreography was wonderful. The stunt work, yeah, it was intense, and I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the way it was filmed, and and you know, Morgan Elspeth actually yeah. managed to slice one of Ahsoka's lightsabers. Yeah, how about that? So that that's powerful, right? So that's the uh, the nice system magic right there, right? So Sabine has to make a decision: does she, she get on the ship, Chimera, or does she go back and help her master? I Guess think, which one she picked. I think she made the right she decision. She deserted Ahsoka. Now, can we just give Ahsoka, uh, Sabine credit for making a good decision? <laughs> for making a good decision. Yeah. Is that uh, you? I think she made the right choice. She made the right choice. Yes, absolutely. Finally. Now, what that did, you know? Okay, well, let's finish up talking about the fight. Well, you know, boom, boom, boom. You know, Morgan's gone. Yeah. All right. Like, okay. You know that that weird hissing they do when when the magic goes away? They're like. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, that, and it was a cool move how she took out Morgan, but you know, used her the blade back. against her. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. All right, let's go to Q and A, and we invite you to, you know, come on in and you know give us some comments or some questions. Let's go. All right, Alex says her abilities came too quickly. I think that eight episodes weren't enough. Either that, or have longer episodes and have things be more gradual. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it was just too much in a span of 15 minutes or 10 minutes right you go from picking up a lightsaber you know to 
pushing his, uh, you know, a, yeah, they a, went from a grown Tara- man, you know, onto a, a ship. Who knows how many feet away? Yeah, that, like I said, yeah. zero to fifty in like ten seconds. Yes. Uh, any more Q and A? What do we have here? All right. All right, Zavenge. Hello. Yeah, I wanted to ask. About, by the way, welcome, new viewer. Yeah. Sound the confetti. All right. Very cool. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, I wanted to ask about the whole meeting between the ending with Balin. We saw the mortar statues and Balin looking at a light in the distance. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it might be world between worlds in yeah. some way. Because yeah. if you notice, we're seeing the statues of the father, the daughter, and the son. And you know how the father was the one holding the portal in the Lethal mural? Where here, he has his fist extended, and it's a giant fist. So maybe there's, like, some sort of magic that needs to be... Like, maybe there's some sort of uh, unlocking that needs to be done in order for them to be able to open the portal. Like, maybe there's something there that Balin has to do. Because he said he had another journey, but we never really knew what it was. No, they didn't really explain it, but... You know, just based on what he talked about in regards to this cycle of, you know, it's the Jedi who wins and then the Empire, and then it's the Jedi again. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's this battle between good and evil. It sounds to me that Balin is looking to find a balance, right? Just He like wants the father. to kind of be the father. Exactly. This is like the, the father wanted a balance between his, his son and daughter. So you're right. Something is there that's connecting the Mortis gods to, to where he is. I don't even know if we're ever going to find the answer out, unfortunately, yeah. because of Ray Stevenson. But, you know, maybe it might be a good a good reason to keep Shin around because maybe Shin might continue her master's journey. I, I don't know exactly how they're going to write it, but it may not be Balin who gets there. Maybe he fails on the way and doesn't quite make it. And then it's up to Shin to actually pick up the mantle and maybe... You know, for her master, just get to the world between worlds. If there is one that does exist, that will somehow bring balance to the force. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That seems like a big ask right. from Shin, but who knows? It's like a uh, question from yes. Alex. This may be a better question for later, but do yeah. you think Balin will be recast? I know, honestly, I don't think there's a need to bring back Balin in a sense. Like he served his purpose. He's off on his journey. We don't really need him from a storytelling perspective. But on the other side of that, they're all on the same planet. So they might CGI him, but if they're doing a lot of big action scenes, like, you know how with Luke, when he was CGI'd in, he was wearing his hood for most of that shot. For most of that scene where he was taking out the dark troopers so that the stunt double could step in and fill out the role until Luke needed to take off his uh, hood. So I think they might like do something like that. But the only thing is they can't do that for eight episodes of a second season. So something's going to happen to Balin, whether that's they write him off or, you know, he perishes. And I feel like writing him off might actually be the uh, more plausible option, given how the season ended. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Alex, um, I don't think they will recast um, for one reason is that Balin, although he's a very intriguing and probably one of our favorite characters in the series, he's not the main character. Um, so I don't see a need to actually recast someone like a Balin skull, I think, yes, he had a mission, 
that would have been carried out had, you know, Ray Stevenson uh, was still here. But now that he's gone, um, I don't think they need to extend his journey. I, I, you know, like I said earlier, I think they can just give that to somebody else to do whatever, you know, whatever path Balaam was trying to follow, they can have somebody else follow that path for him. Mm -hmm. So no recasting, I don't think, in so, my opinion. Yeah. Let's get to Ezra. So Ezra yes. steals the armor of one of the troopers. Yes, he's done he, that before. Yes, he yeah. has. Yeah. He has a collection of that. He prides himself on that stuff. Yeah. And he takes off. He takes a shuttle and he leaves. Okay. And he ends up meeting the rebellion. And after 10 years, he meets Hera again. But the, my problem is it's not the same anymore because they have Hera, they have Chopper, they have Zeb. They don't have Sabine and they don't have Ahsoka. Well, right. Okay, yeah. They're all not together. But By the way, Ezra, Ezra, how did Ezra manage to get off of the ship? Yeah. Like, did he get off Good at... Good question. Did he get off at Dathomir <laughs> or did he get off at Peridia? I... They skipped over that part. Yeah, I, exactly. For this reason. I don't think we're ever going to find out how he got that ship. Because however he did it, he probably remembers the route. Yeah, well, true. Right. Yeah, he put in the coordinates. Yeah. Let me but, Google something real quick. But, yeah, you, they're not going to explain it. It's just one of those things. Okay, it happens. You know, we don't need to know how he got it. He just got it. You know, I was thinking about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where um, the scene, if you've seen it, you know, I'm spoiling it if you haven't, but... Uh, when um, Indy decides to go after the Ark, um, he needed to find a ride, right? You know, that's this is exactly the part where he says um, he's going after the Ark, and Salah asks him how, and Indy says, well, I'm making this up as I go. And then in the next scene, you see Indy on a horse coming out of a tent. Why was the horse inside the tent? Nobody knows. Nobody asked. But he took off after that Ark, and it's a classic scene, right? So some questions, you know, you just don't get answers to. So that's all right. So Ezra finally got on the ship. He got on the ship. He escaped. And he went back to the, the, the New Republic base, the Rebellion base. And it was a wonderful moment, actually. It's my favorite moment of the episode when Ezra and um, Hera lock eyes, you know, after 10 years. You know, they have not seen each other. Hera didn't even know if he was still alive, right? But then all of a sudden you see this trooper, you know, get off the ship and, you know, glasses are drawn and he takes off the helmet slowly and it's Ezra. He says, I'm home. And I thought that was really, really touching, you know, because last week, again, I didn't know if Ezra was going to make it, you know, <laughs> you know, just something just seemed uh, doom about him trying to get home and not making it. But he's home, which is good because now that he knows now that he's home, he can help the, the New Republic find Sabine and Ahsoka, right? Um, so that's good. Somebody's home. Now, uh, unfortunately for uh, Ahsoka and Sabine, they're they're back with the the Nadi, hanging out with the Nadi. So. Yeah, the Noti. The Noti. All right. Q&A. We have, is there a possibility of Shin teaming up with Ahsoka in the game? Maybe. But I don't think Shin's going to want to do that, considering how she ran away when they tried to help her. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, I don't think ships have, a, like, a maximum hyperspace jump. In theory, since they can run out of fuel, they shouldn't 
they should have a maximum spit jump distance, but it's never been set. Okay. And that's annoying because I don't understand how it is that Peridia is so far on the edge of the of the galaxy that you can't hyperspace jump to it. Yeah. And I was very surprised that Shin was even still on the planet because when last episode, you know, Ahsoka extended her hand and say, hey, you know, you want to, you know, come with us, you know, we can help you. And then she runs off in the other direction. I thought she was heading back to the ship. Yeah, me sure. But you know what? Then I then I thought, okay, well, she wasn't going to head back without Balin because she doesn't clearly do not like the Night Sisters. I don't think she even trusts. She doesn't Thrawn. like. She doesn't like witchcraft. No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing of it at all. So I think she stayed far away sword. from it, and she wanted to be closer to her master. And now it looks like she's trying to create her own army of marauders to to do what? I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, so basically, they robbed us of a good ending. Do you want to skip to the end? Yeah, yeah we're, we're at the ending. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so they robbed us of a good ending mm-hmm. and gave us some sort of bittersweet mumbo jumbo that just landed awfully on me. Ooh, okay. So, All right. you yep. know, Balin is standing on the fist of the statue of the father. Yes. That was cool. That was Shin cool. unites the Marauders. Yes. Holds I don't up, know why. Up the lightsaber. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why she was still on the planet. Yes. But she was. Ahsoka and Sabine return to the Notis, and Ahsoka's just like, "Yeah, you gotta accept it, you know." We're, yeah, let's we're move stuck on. Here. And I'm like, move "Since on. when? <laughs> move on. Since uh, when? You're stranded, you know." So I, I like, who told you that it takes ten seconds to not be upset about the fact that you are stranded on some remote planet that you just got to and just freed your friend from, and he is now on another place, and you can't even escape because nobody will find you, and you will die there, and you're supposed to accept that, and then Anakin's watching over Ahsoka like she did something good. Yeah. Let's All right, we'll, we'll finish this. Let's go to Q&A. Raphael, how are you? All right. All right, good to see you. That's the geeky dad right there. Awesome. All right. I was hoping for a scene with Ezra meeting Jason, but there's always season two, I guess. Yes. That, that's one of the reasons why I wanted Ezra to survive because I it just makes he should, perfect he should sense. He train Jason. He's the only yeah, available absolutely. four cents in his life. Yeah. I mean, he 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 meets... Also Grogu. Yeah, Grogu's mean, not really doing training right now. Well, no, 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 no. But at least, you know, he gets to see his master's offspring. I mean, that must be so exciting. I want to. I want to see that moment when Ezra, you know, meets Jason, you know, and you know, it's, he's going to have to, you know, convince Hera, you know, that he can train Jason um, to be a, a great warrior like his dad, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. But you're right. I'm glad we'll see it in season two. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, yes, he has to train. He has to train Jason. It was okay. mumbo jumbo. Yes. Now continue with the ending. No. Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah, so what, at what part did it, it get It was more Mumbo Jumbo than Mumbo Jumbo's Red Stone videos, and I can't even comprehend that. Okay. I could understand Rick and Morty before I could understand Mumbo Jumbo's Red Stone videos. Okay. All right. So now we talked about Ezra and Sabine. I'm oh, sorry. Ahsoka and Sabine are stranded, right? Yeah, they're and stranded. And they seem very lackadaisical, like, okay, well, hey. And everyone's just like, eh, we'll, we'll just start fine. A, we'll hang out with yeah, the noise. Like, like, eh, it's a normal Friday. Yeah, we'll, you know, you know, have a caravan and, you know, 
have a campfire and I would be having an existential crisis. Yeah, right I, I would be afraid. <laughs> like, I mean, who yeah, you imagine just not being able there. to get home? Yeah, right, exactly. Um, By the way, yeah. did they ever realize that they have a ship? And I'm pretty sure that ship is a hyperdrive. Like, they could go other places. They could stop you, you and did refuel. Brought, you did bring that this up. This is literally the smartest idea. You could stop in other planets and refuel. I refuse to believe that, that Peridia yeah. is a is a one-planet galaxy now, that is so far removed from every other galaxy in the galaxy yeah. that you can't even jump to another planet with a hyperdrive. That, I know that it takes a hyperspace ring to get back into, you know, the outer rim and stuff where you could get to, like, Coruscant and Dathomir. But I feel like you could at least get to, like, wild space, maybe, and then travel inwards. Yeah. That is a very good point. You know, when they lost, you know, well, they didn't lose Thrawn, but Thrawn took that ring and went into hyper hyperspace and he was gone. Couldn't find them. Yeah, but by why the way, I didn't did expect they, that ring to be so big. Yeah. Why, you know, to your point, why didn't they, like, stop at the next planet to get a, you know, like, the ship repaired? Because the ship did need repairs, right? I yeah. would expect. But then again, they flew it anyway. But, yeah, so they went and they followed Thrawn for, you know, for a certain point. Chimera goes off into hyperspace, oh, you know gone. You funny? And they, but they just, returned back to the planet that they came from. I just... Didn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. And Thrawn just loved to taunt them. He gave a whole ceremonial speech mm-hmm. about how it was the end of their journey and he wished they had met face to face. But you know, he doesn't think they ever will. And it's been it's been a good ride. Ah! It's Wikipedia. Okay, all right. Hello there. All right, Wikipedia. Thank you so much for joining us. How cool. How cool. All right. Yes. Yes, yes. Right. Wikipedia. Yes. All right. Um, you know, let us know if there's any other questions or comments. Um, so, yeah, yes, like, Alex. Good. Uh, do you think Zeb and Callus can be involved in a rescue mission for Sabine and Ahsoka? I mean, sure, but they need coordinates and they don't have that. But I'm sure Ezra would remember the route. I, like I said from last week, I, I think they need to develop another hyperspace ring exactly like what, what Thrawn has to go back and get them. It was built on the New Republic facility. I don't understand why that's not an option you know to what? create one. You know? Long range transmissions, I'm sure they're not the I'm sure they're not reliable, but I'm sure you could put out a broadcast to other planets. And like uh, the the Bridgers did this, they put out like a local broadcast. So yes, maybe that's right. I maybe that, yeah. if you put out a broadcast that can like reach other planets, even then you in could, another galaxy. Yeah, not necessarily in another galaxy, but in that galaxy. Okay. And then they can and then ask them to bounce this signal up into say the inner rim, and then like have uh-huh. them keep Why bouncing the signal up. So that Until way, reaches, by the time it yeah. reaches the rebels, they can get the message. Because there is no way yeah. that 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 their uh that the ship's transmission can reach any other planet except ones in their galaxy for where they are. They're kind of stranded. Got it. Okay. Good answer. All right. So um, as we wrap up, the the well the last scene. Um, 
Sabine thinks she saw something in the sky. She wasn't sure what it was. And then she walked away. But Ahsoka picked up who it was. And she is being watched by her master. The one and only. The, the, the force ghost of Anakin Skywalker. So, and I thought that was really touching because, you know, what, and it goes back to the conversation with Ahsoka and Sabine where Ahsoka said, you know, my master never always believed in me. He never let me down. He was always, you know, he was always, uh, you know, the wind beneath my wings. Um, he was, you know, he always had my back. And then here we are. You know, wherever she is, he is, you know. So I thought that was a, a pretty nice touch to have the, the last uh, person you see on the screen is Anakin Skywalker, Force Ghost Anakin. So uh, he's going to help her and he's going to guide her to get her back home. Um, I don't know what it's going to take, but I was very, I was very. Um, I did that. Yeah, I, I didn't think that we, they were all were going to make that. it. I was doing okay, research. We're, we're still doing a show. <laughs> I, I didn't think we're, they all were going to make it home but Ezra's home all right that's cool all right so we're, we're going to wrap it up here so now i think that is it for star wars for 2023 and we have loki tomorrow uh yes you're right thursday yeah yeah, yeah wow yeah um okay but so star wars is done it looks like for 2023 I think, so i think it's over for the year yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I was hoping to see Skeleton Crew at the end of the year. Yeah, I don't think like they're even doing Skeleton yeah. Crew until like summer, not summer, spring of next year. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I hope it's not that long, but I, I think the problem is that because of the actress strike, yeah, Skeleton Crew. If you don't know, that's the the new series uh, that's being executive produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Um, Happy it, Hogan. Yes, and and it's and it still ties to the Ahsoka and Mandalorian because it's happening in the same timeline. Um, so that was going to be the next Star Wars series. And it's a brand new series, new characters, as, as far as we know. But if to, to promote something like that that people have never seen or heard of, you need the actors to go out there and promote and talk And about. actually be actors, you know, like tell us when this show's coming out. Like, there was no hype for Skeleton Crew to begin with, because I don't think there was that much interest even at the beginning. And the fact that it's been uh, a year since it was announced, and we've had absolutely nothing, and the show was already under the radar. So honestly, if I'm Lucasfilm, I'm I'm pushing this as much as possible, because it's kind of the show that nobody was trying to watch. But as long as we can make the marketing great, I mean... Yeah, I mean, even at this point, we don't even have a trailer. So I, I really think, you know, once... We don't have a summary. Yeah, once... Well, not really. Yeah, so once the, the actress strike the actor strike is over, I think there'll be more movement. You'll hear more about Skeleton Crew and, and the Acolyte. And it also but, took a year to announce the cast. That's true. They came yeah, out they're in really London. Keeping us, they're keeping us close to the best. Like, we have no getting, idea what the show is about. We're just getting yearly updates on yeah. this show that people weren't really ready to tune into. But I really do think that they need to promote this more because yeah. I'm interested in Skeleton Crew. So am I. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But it's not like Star Wars' biggest project. It's not an Ahsoka or an Orlando show, you know. It's yeah. uh, something new. It's a new direction. Yeah. 
All right. Well, so looking forward to My Armor. Skeleton Crew whenever it happens. Wikipedia says with the ongoing strikes, too, a lot of them aren't actually allowed to comment or promote them. That's right. Well, I yeah, figured, exactly. But like, well, yeah. I'm not, I mean, we just haven't been getting any news. The writer's strike is over, though, so I feel like the writers might want to do some promotions. But Yeah, well, you don't have the writers promote a show. It's the actors who promote the show. Yeah, so. But people got to write the tweets to promote the show. Okay, I got you. But it's Skeleton Crew, like I said, you, you need the actor because people have no clue what this is about. You know, Jude Law is the only star, as far as I know, in the show. So if he's not promoting it, then, you know, it's, it's a waste of time. So you just got to wait. All right. Okay. All right. What, so that, that is cool? so that is it. All, All right. right. So, Guess what color my lightsaber is? Uh, we've seen it already. It's red. No. Orange. It's blue. It's not blue. It's blue. I can see, is that blue? No. that's Guys, look. It's a blue lightsaber. You just hit me in the ear. Like you singed my ear. Are you Dr. Ouch. Pershing? Yeah. It's like close, you know, like I'm not like Ezra. I don't have any hair, you know, so all right. Final questions or comments Remember before Dr. we Pershing? close. He got, he got his hair grazed and that's still there. Oh, poor Dr. Pershing. This is we how we've gotten. We don't even know what happened to him. No, we don't. This is how we've gotten the situation where right now the Kyrens are basically the only people allowed to talk Ahsoka. Wow. How about that? You know, we would love to have the opportunity to speak with the Kyrens. Ah, wouldn't that be nice? That would be special. Let's see. Key, what character should we tweet about? <laughs> what do you mean? No, any character. Let's pick a character. Ahsoka. There we go. Ahsoka. All right. Ahsoka. Yeah. You got to do Ahsoka. That's, that's well, pretty cool. Please, 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 please. Thank please, you, please. Wikipedia. Thank you so much. Your lightsaber is cool, Keith. He singed my ear, Alex. It's not cool. Uh, you know, it's, my ear is burning. It's very hot. This it, lightsaber it is, is yes. very hot. Yes, it is. It is, so. All right, so final thoughts about this uh, overall season. Good. Now, I mean, all right, tell me your overall thoughts about the episode. You know, like, was it a good one? Was it, a, a you know, could it have been better? And then talk about how you felt about the entire series. Yeah. Or I can do it. I mean, I like the series. Yes. I give it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> what? What? Are we having an ear the Holy battle field. in the comments? Oh, man. <laughs> I can still hear out of the other ear. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and Wikipedia have Evan, a rap battle about ears Evan right the now field. in the comment section. Wow. Okay. All right. You don't know the story about that. We'll talk about that offline. Who? Yes, he's a boxer. Trust me. We'll talk about it offline. What? Did somebody punch his ear off? Keith. <laughs> Overall thoughts about the series? Did you, did you nine enjoy the out series? of ten. The nine ending ten. was awful, but everything else was amazing. <laughs> like they left us on, like fanatics to say, they left us with too much of to be desired. Yeah. yeah, and the they didn't answer a lot of our questions. Like the cliffhanger but... is supposed to get you excited for what comes next. Yes, I'm I'm anticipating it. But, like, it, it was too much. Like, too many unanswered questions. Yeah. And it was too far for me to, like, care anymore, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Like, they just, I mean this in the nicest way possible. They took a bunch of beloved characters and they trapped them on some faraway planet for Dave Filoni knows how long. And 
we're just kind of waiting. Like I'm not, I'm not bad mouthing Ahsoka. Yeah, no, no. This ending, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Okay, that is fair. That is a fair assessment of what you did. I, I think you did very well, very well. Um, I agree. Um, I, I did believe that it was going to be a cliffhanger because it just seemed like when you got to to episode seven. And you still had the same questions you had <laughs> in, in episode one unanswered. Chances are they're not going to answer it in the last episode. So, yes, so you're right. So it was a cliffhanger. Um, you just have to wait to see. I think there will be a season two. I would be not I would I would be surprised if there was there was no season two. So yeah. we just gotta wait. That's all, you know, but at least we got something to talk about. And I'm sure that we'll still be talking about Ahsoka from now until the end of the year. So this is good. All right, we have really getting <laughs> really getting an earful. All here, right, here. All right, we got the ear jokes going. All right, I ear what you did there, Alex. There you go, Alex. All right, wonderful, wonderful. I'm earing a lot of comments in yes, the chat yes. about you know yeah. hearing. I need to go to the emergency room, and people are laughing. <laughs> Don't worry, right. we'll we'll get the med kit in okay. a minute. All right, I'm gonna grab the back to spray later. All right, for final comments, as we're waiting for final comments, where can people find us, Keith? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, our socials, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fathers and Galaxy, website, fathersandgalaxy.com. Check out our merch store, uh, fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. Please buy some merch. You will look drippy in our new merch. We got we have the good drip. Did you Did you get it? I do not get it. A good drip. I have no idea. Drip. Okay. Drip. It's like it's like fashionable clothes. The drip. Drip. That's the good, term good now. Clothes. Drip. Okay. All right. Okay. Whatever you say. Yeah. All right. Very good. Is All that right. it? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, and donate to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Father Okay. Please. Right. We're trying to go to Japan, everybody. Yeah. Uh, 2025. That sponsorship okay. money isn't covering everything. Uh. It's covering a total of a uh, half a cent. Oh boy! All right, uh, Alex is out. Of, is asking about our Sunday live stream. Um, we hope so. Um, we're going to be switching over to Loki, right? Yeah. Season two. Yeah. So, um, so stay tuned, Alex. You know, we'll we'll absolutely send a tweet to let <laughs> you know whether it's going to be bless you, <laughs> whether it's going to be. Uh, this Sunday or not, but okay, so we're it's moving gonna on. It's going to be lit. Now it's, now it's Marvel, all right, and then at the end of the year, we're going to get What If Season 2, right? We so. got to hit it with Loki. Come yeah. on. Right. Come on. Yeah. Hope to Come see you Come on. We got to do great. We got to hit this one out the park with Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, Wikipedia. Kihui Kwan. Come on. Oh, Kihui Kwan. I can't wait. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. This was wonderful. This was fun. Um, check back. Uh, just, just you know, keep your notification on, and we'll let you know about Sunday. Okay. So until next time. Oh, by the way, we're gonna. I think we might review the Flash. The Flash. Yeah, the Flash. What are you talking about? The Flash. You ever heard Zoom speak? He's terrifying. He's like, I want to steal your speed. Okay. Flash. I don't know how. I don't know how you're able to to drop the Flash into this episode. I can drop the Flash into anything. Oh my goodness, Carlos Valdez! If you're watching this, please be on our podcast. Okay, please. Right. Well, there you you're go. The best character on the Flash. Shout out to to, to Carlos. Okay, catch you all later. Thank you so much, everyone. So, 
Remember me from 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 Chicago? Okay. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get in. I contact. gave you a business Remember, card. There is an actor strike, so he may not talk to you until the actor strike. Yeah, I know that. Okay, all right, very good. All right, everyone. That's got to. Is that it now? So until next time, take, take care. care. And we and will we'll see, see you again. again. I'm gonna go grab the back to spray later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>